0: Behold, the fields are white, it's Harvest Time. With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Balou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Balu and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll get your Bible and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning again in our Bible to the book of Acts chapter number 2, and we're continuing our study on the consequence of the Spirit-filled life. We looked earlier at the command to be filled, then we looked at the contrast of being filled, and now we're looking at the consequence of being filled with the Spirit of God. And after spending several days exposing the erroneous teachings of the effect and consequence of the Spirit-filled life, we begin our study looking at what the Bible does teach about being filled with the Spirit of God. And I said to you on the previous broadcast that a person who is filled with the Spirit of God will provide fellowship, in spiritual things. We read over in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 5, whether the Bible said that that man who is filled with the Spirit of God will be speaking to himself in psalms in hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in his heart to the Lord. And he'll be submitted one to another, and he'll be giving thanks for everything to The Lord. And so we looked at the fact that He will provide fellowship in spiritual things, not in things of the world, not in carnal things, but in spiritual things. And then we saw number two the man who is filled with the Spirit of God will possess the fruit of the Spirit. And we went to Galatians chapter number 5, and in verse number 22 and 23, we looked at that nine cluster fruit of the Spirit, which the Holy Spirit brings into the life of every believer when they're filled with the Spirit of God. I pointed out to you that that person who is filled with the Spirit of God will possess the fruits of love, joy, and peace And this will be the effect of the Spirit-filled life toward self. And then I pointed out to you that the person who is filled with the Spirit will possess long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness. These deal with his relationship with others. And then I also pointed out to you the person who is filled with the Spirit will have faith, meekness, and temperance. And these deal in his relationship with God. So a person who is filled with the Spirit of God will provide fellowship in spiritual things. He'll possess the fruit of the Spirit. And then he'll practice faithfulness in service. We looked at those. And then on yesterday, I began looking at the effect of the Spirit in the life and ministry of Jesus. An individual. And I said to you on yesterday that when a person is filled with the Spirit of God, it will affect their witnessing. And we looked at several passages in the early chapters of the book of Acts as proof text of our preaching. Let me just remind you again. Our resurrected Lord said immediately before his ascension, But you shall receive power... After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And I know you're in this verse, it said, when the Holy Ghost is come upon you. But as you studied in the book of Acts, where they were filled with the Spirit of God, it bears the same fruit. Notice the Bible said in Acts chapter number 2, in verse number 4, He said, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You want to know what they said? The latter part of verse number 11, those listening said, we do hear them speak in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. Then we look down in verse number 32 and verse number 33, and here's what Peter is preaching when he is filled with the Spirit of God. He said, this same Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise "...of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this which you now see and hear." So again, just Bible proof that when a person is filled with the Holy Spirit, it will affect his witnessing. Notice again in Acts 2.36, the Bible said, "...therefore, let all of the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus, whom you have crucified both Lord and Christ. Again, we read in Acts chapter 4, verse number 8 through verse number 10, where the Bible said, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all, and to all of the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you Hold! Again, you notice Simon Peter, filled with the Spirit, bears witness of the resurrected Lord. In Acts chapter 4 and verse number 31, the Bible said when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrected Lord and great grace was upon them them all. So here are Bible proof text: that when people are filled with the Spirit of God, they will bear witness of the resurrected Lord. It will be evident in our witnessing. I thought as I was reading that last verse back in Acts chapter number 4 and verse number 13, the Bible said now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And again in verse 31, the Bible speaks here of how they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with Boldness. So I want to declare unto you the Bible teaches that when a person is filled with the Spirit of God, it will affect his witnessing. He will bear witness of the resurrected Lord. But then I want to come to a second thought, and again, we're looking at Bible evidence of a person who is filled with the Spirit of God. And the consequence of being filled, how it affects us in our walk with God. I say, first of all, it affects us in our witnessing. And then may I say to you, number two, that when you're filled with the Spirit of God, it will affect you in your worship Oh, my friend, listen to me today. It's impossible for us to look at these verses that we've just looked at in the book of Acts and watch them witness as they're filled with the Holy Spirit without sensing an atmosphere of worship in their gathering together. As they were witnessing, worship just seems to permeate the whole activity that they are involved in. Let me just take a moment and say to you, There is a lot of misunderstanding about worship, but the simplest definition of worship that I can give to you is this. True worship is a heart that is brought to the point of overflowing gratitude when its thoughts are centered upon nothing but the goodness of the Lord. When you start thinking about God's goodness to you, then, my friend, it will bring you into a spirit of worship. And of course, when a person is filled with the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will magnify the Lord Jesus Christ in the heart and life of that person, thus producing an atmosphere of worship. One dear man of God made this statement, and I love it. He said, Worship is when you think on the goodness of God until it gets eyeball deep, it starts coming out. Your eyes. So the spirit filled life will affect our worship. In churches across our country today, all they know for worship services is dead, dry, dull, dormant meetings. I'm not promoting some kind of fundamental fanaticism, but I'm talking about worshiping in a manner that honors the Lord. The Bible said in John chapter number 4, verse 23 and verse number 24. The Bible said, but the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. I'm aware of the fact that the word spirit in this verse starts with a small letter which speaks of our spirit. We do not worship God with our flesh. We worship him with our spirit. But our spirit is not capable of worshiping the Lord as it should if our spirit does not have the contact and the connection with the spirit of God. So when the spirit of God fills our life, It will so affect our spirit and our spirit of worship will be changed to a manner that will honor and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to say again, if we had people who were filled with the Spirit of God, we could be delivered from the dead, dull, dry, dormant services that exist in many churches today. And we could enjoy a wonderful time of worship that our Lord is worthy of. So when a person is filled with the Spirit of God, it will affect his witnessing. He will bear witness of the resurrected Lord, and he will bear witness in such a manner that people will take knowledge that he's been with Jesus. Then when a person is filled with the Spirit of God, it will also affect his worship, It will deliver him from dead and dull and dry worship. When a person is filled with the Spirit of God, they will worship God in spirit and in truth. So, when you're filled with the Spirit of God, it will affect your witnessing. It will affect your worship. And the Lord willing, on the broadcast tomorrow, we'll look at other areas of our life that will be affected when we're filled with God. The Spirit of God. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust you're enjoying this study on the Holy Spirit. Let me remind you that I do have a book that I wrote on the person and ministry of the Holy Spirit. And if you'd like to have the book, I'd be glad to send it to you. Just simply write to us and include a love offering for the radio ministry. Address that letter to Harvest Time, 179, Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179, Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast.